I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. I'm Sal Kanka. And this is the Imperfect Podcast. Don't forget to go to hecklacane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider. To the bumper. Well, welcome to the studio, boys. What we're doing today is something a little different than what we normally do. Uh, we're going to be talking about our process on a contest that we joined. Yeah, these are contests that are available and open to anybody uh, in the public, um, whether you're a filmmaker or not. There's contests out there ranging from uh, cash prizes to swag prizes, mm -hmm. um, all sorts of stuff. And um, so from time to time, we check these websites out. And actually, I should probably give everybody a clue of um, where it's called onlinevideocontest.com. Um, you can't a little, you can, little plug for the uh, website there. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, listen, if you're a filmmaker and looking to get into this stuff, uh, you know, video contests are a great way to um, test your creative strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> sure. I mean, well, here's the thing. It's a, it's a challenge. It's like going back to college and you get this challenge that, that's set in front of you. Like, hey, here's the parameters. Here's what I need done. And like... How do we make it into something that is viable, you know? Yep. Um, this contest for us was a little particularly interesting because we had a time limit. We didn't find out about the contest, the, you know, when it started, so we didn't have as much lead time to get it done. We gave ourselves about two weeks mm. from concept to production completion. to completion <laughs> and submission, So, um, which can put quite the strain. Um, the good news is we're four people. Um, you know, to come together with ideas at Heckler Kane, and you know, everybody has has their strengths, and they're usually pretty clear when we, you know, run a project. You know, somebody takes the role of writing, somebody takes the role of producing, somebody, you know, gets behind the camera. We know who's going to edit. You know, all yeah. these things. Well, I mean, certain things vary. We we do change yeah. that up, but uh, the all the roles are usually covered because of our. Well, clientele, because because of how we have worked together in the past, we just kind of know. It's like a shorthand that we've come up with throughout the years. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, contests like this for us, you know, they help us either, you know, sharpen a skill set or push us to do something more creative. Um, again, I think there's something to be said for shooting things that are within – um, parameters that you didn't create yourself, right? If you write a script like we did with Seymour the Unfortunate Vampire, we dictated everything. We chose, you know, who we wanted cast and what the look was going to be and all that type of stuff. Um, the video contest itself, um, while they want you to be creative, again, there are parameters. It needs to be no longer than 90 seconds. It has to be a certain resolution. It has to, uh, you know, be, be all these things and, and meet certain criteria. Um, this one happened to be for a garage door opener, specifically <laughs> Genie, Genie Garage Door Openers, always at your command. Are <laughs> uh, you giving the pitch line now all yes. of a sudden? I've, I'm so, I've watched the damn commercial so many times, yeah. um, you know, from what we did. So we, we've submitted at this point. We're waiting for feedback. We have no idea. We don't know how many people submitted. We don't know how well there, we There's did a bunch yet. of runner-up prizes. Hopefully we get something yeah. out of it. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the thing about this, why we chose to go after this one in particular, right? It had a huge cash prize. The grand prize winner here, what's at stake is $10,000. So the question is. if you I get could use $10,000. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, Joe, we're a team. You have to split it. I know. Um, the big question, though, with doing this, right, Dan, is, you know, can we make a $10,000 video? Yeah. 
Right. Well, I mean, again, the parameters have a lot to do with that. It's essentially like a video obstacle course mm-hmm. because you got to go, you know, specifically do it a certain way. And sometimes at first it can almost like feel like the creativity is a little hurt because it's not completely how you would do it, you know, how we would do it. So uh, it's definitely something that was uh, fun to do and fun to come up with, but it, uh, very different from coming up with your own script and doing, you know, your own thing as opposed to having to enter a contest and try to get it done. Yep, and I'll just run down a couple of the, those restrictions that we're talking about, right? So entry video and finalist video requirements and conditions. All entries, videos, and finalist videos must comply with the following minimum guidelines to be eligible, right? So it must feature or describe a Genie Garage Door opener and or its features or capabilities. The videos must include a standard size single or double residential garage door that is compatible with any Genie Garage Door opener models found. If you're not the owner of the garage door featured in the video, the engine must have permission from the owner of the garage door to use the owner's property in the video, right? Individuals are the entrant not to appear without express written permission, um, you know, are not, may not appear in the video without express written permission, meaning you can't just have people on the street without signed release forms yeah, yeah. in your in your video. Um, you know, if they were submitted via Instagram or Twitter, you had to use their hashtag. Uh, they must conform to the, the format and size requirements. Um, they cannot contain content that is irrelevant to the purpose of the contest. So, you know, you, you, they want a garage door commercial. Yeah. <laughs> or or well, video, it's, video. It's, not a commercial. It's they not that easy just to come up with it. In essence, what we, we <laughs> shot for was doing a commercial. Correct. Um, you know, some of these things get you get eyes on you, and uh, you know we're we're a production company, and we do things, and we do things for um, companies where we get money coming in, like as as a paid gig. Yeah. Um, but we also do this type of thing as a challenge for ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. mean, we look at we look at this and we go, well, what's the process that we go through to to challenge ourselves for this? Yeah, and and hell, if we want want it, wouldn't be a bad. Exactly. Thing. We've done the 48-hour film challenges yep. before. We've done a couple of other things. They've always pushed us. We've always been happy with the work that comes out of those. And I think we were happy with the work that came out of this one as well. Spoiler alert. Um, but uh, How is it a spoiler? I don't know. Well, In case you I, thought it was horrible. Well, because I was... We were happy. I was thinking about... <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get to like, well, you know, I, we're going to talk about the process, right? So this whole episode, we, we kind of blew past it a little bit. But, you know, we talked a little about the parameters, but we're going to talk about, you know, the process of of how we pitched each other with our scripts, which is something we kind of do collectively now with yeah. all of our ideas. We kind of all pitch each other our ideas. Um, we went through casting. We went through finding a location. We had the shoot itself. What happened on that day of the shoot? We talked. We talked. We're going to talk about post production. So what happened after we shot and we looked back at all the footage um, and some of the messes <laughs> and some of the, some of the messes and some of the things that worked really well. Um, you know, the music that we chose for uh, the video and sound production and all that good stuff and color grading and the editing platforms that we used. And um, we're going to talk about the hurdles and what worked. So we're going to get pretty in-depth here on how we participated in this video contest and our process for making the video. And, you know, in this uh, post, we'll leave the vid- the uh, link to the video itself so you guys can watch the, the ad. Yeah. Um, well, let's start. Uh, the very first thing is, you know, we, we went through the rules of the video contest and mm-hmm. we started to say, well, do we have concepts that are um, for this? Mm-hmm. And going through that, we each came up with basically our own concept. Uh, con- uh, uh, concept. Con- my sorry. name's Conca. Yeah, apparently Conca. We <laughs> came up with our own Concas. Um, <laughs> the three Concas. The yeah. three Concas. Uh, we came up with our own 
the the way we went about doing this was we started out by coming up with our own individual um, script, ideas. script ideas before we even talked all as a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we basically put it out there. We started texting. And I mean, again, we're going through every process and every step that we went through. The first step, a text going out. We're, everybody want to do this? <laughs> yes. Thumbs up. Second, come up with a, pro, a, 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 a concept and let's pitch concepts now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and several of us came up with several concepts, um, and I'm going to say that we're denied, but that's... <laughs> Joe's concept didn't make the cut. You I know, know. I ha- it, it, you know, it, it, it happens. You don't always make the cut. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, the thing is, with, with that, even as we're pitching each other, some of the ideas were super funny. The question was, could we shoot it in two weeks with the no budget that we don't have and the, you know, the, the locations and the crew. So we had funny ideas. One of the ideas for the commercial will, you know, Joe's idea. You want to talk about what your original sure. concept I was? Came, I came up with, um, basically the Bob Vila, um, spoof, Bob Vila spoof. And it was the, uh, you know, this old garage instead of this old house. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, trying to repair a, a garage door, uh, was my basic concept. And, you know, it didn't, it just, the practicality of shooting it, it was, it was going to cost too much money mm-hmm. and it was going to be very labor intensive to try to build a contraption around what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, one thing led to another and it was not one of the concepts that we chose. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what was your, what was your pitch, Dan? We had another one with, uh, you know, basically keeping up with the Joneses where the guy mm-hmm. was going to be pushing a lawnmower and then the neighbor had a ride on mower and then the guy, Eventually, it came to the neighbor had a Ferrari, and he pulled it in. He couldn't get into his garage, and mm-hmm. the guy had a genie. Some, and, somehow, and in low was, budget, we didn't get a Ferrari. Well, yeah, my Ferrari, Ferrari was in a shop, so that was out the window. So, yep. And then you know we had some other concepts, and the the one we ended up landing on was Wayne's uh, concept that we all ended up working on collectively. Yeah. Uh, was you know basically every time somebody came home. Um, there was something that the uh, the person couldn't pull in their garage, yeah, because it was occupied by something, whether it was boxes or the kids rocking out in the garage band or the the hubby uh, working out in the garage using it as a gym. Mm-hmm. So the the concept essentially was frustration around. Um, you know, not being able to use your garage, yeah. but at the end of the day, your genie garage door is always you know there for you. But we just we can't guarantee you'll be able to get in it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, uh, getting through that now, we went into script writing process, basically where we uh, wrote a script and then we threw the script out mm-hmm. and we used the concept and rewrote the script and then threw that script out. And this is yep. all taking place over the course of a couple of days that we had in, in preparation Yeah, for we this. had the week of prep and then shooting on a Saturday and then a week to edit. So, uh, I'm sorry, she was shot on a Friday and then a weekend. Yeah, I, and, and that's like a really uh, ambitious schedule for anybody, let alone trying to do something with yep. any bit of perfection in it. So, the Wednesday, so and the, the day of shooting, right, let's talk about that. So, the script itself, where we had ideas throughout all this, Danny's kid got sick and he was in the hospital for an overnighter. Hmm. Joe, I don't know, what'd you do, break your ass or something? I don't know what happened with I you. you I don't know. No, you... <laughs> Everybody, people weren't available on the weekend. Wayne had the play. Who had? Everybody has commitments because we have lives. So it was like trying to figure out when are we going to shoot this, and it was was it going to be Friday? Was it going to be Saturday? Sunday? Because all of that changes who you have available and what you may have available depending on the day you're going to shoot this thing. Because it yeah. wasn't planned six months in advance. This was like 
you know. Yeah, I, and the the practicality was then then we also had to have actors that were going to be in the in in the actual shoot. Correct. So it I think the the biggest lesson learned or the, the attitude that we had was every time we got stuck with a hurdle or a problem was what are the assets we do have that we can leverage? That's a that's a very simplistic way of looking at it because that's ex, that's exactly what we had to do. But I, I don't know if in the process we really were well, thinking about that. Well, I in said that it dream. a few times. Well, maybe I wasn't <laughs> I, listening to you. I felt like I said that a few times because I was just kind of like like uh, casting, right? So we yeah. could we could start. You know, we we got through the script. We kind of knew which concept we were going to go with. It, we were going to shoot on Friday, Wednesday. I think I put a post up on Facebook. Yeah, and it ended up you know friend of a friend refers somebody. And originally the concept was the dad was going to come home every day. It was going Joe was going to play the lead, right? Uh, I ended up getting a casting, a female, a woman who would play the mom wife. And we said, well, what if it's now the wife that comes home every day? So you yeah. just switch the script. Yeah. Right? You we, flip the script. I, you know, uh, the pro- there were, there were innate problems too, very, being very short on crew. Yes. That we we discovered. Okay, well, I was going to play one of the parts, and you're going. Okay, well, J- Joe's going to play the dad, and this is going to work like this. Even if we were not able to, even if we were looking at that, I was going to play the dad. The problem with that innately was then we lost somebody behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we always do a two camera shoot for everything we do. We like we have two Canon seventy Ds. Yeah, and yeah. we want to shoot with two cameras. But then on top of that, it's two cameras plus sound and lighting. And, you know, the good news is we were shooting at one location. We knew we were shooting in a garage. Yeah. That was simple. That was probably the easiest part of the whole shoot was we knew the location. We were going to shoot in a garage. Um, But after that, all bets are off just like any other video shoot. And, you know, like we said, so now we had somebody who was willing to participate in our antics. We we had an actor, an actress, uh, Randy who um, you can follow her on Instagram. She was tagged in a bunch of our posts. Uh, Randy Actor um, is her handle. And, um, you know, she she did a great job. She came in, again, referred by a friend of a friend. She's an indie film, you know, embraces the indie film spirit. She gets it. She works on her own stuff. She produces some of her own stuff. Um, it, it's always good to work with people like that. I got to give her props because she came in and we were we were hectic because we were trying to still figure out the script by the time she even came in. Yes, we were writing our shot list a half hour before she arrived. Yeah, and uh, basically, you know, her coming in, she had that indie film spirit, which was amazing. She knew she's like, okay, well, what do you got? What do you need me to do? Exactly, exactly. And she came prepared with, hey, actors, if you're listening, she came prepared with multiple changes of clothes. She came prepared with a great attitude. She came prepared with asking the right questions, knowing like, well, what's what's happening in this scene every time she came out? I mean, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, on our side, we took care of her. I made sure she stayed warm because it was a freezing cold day, made sure she had water and was comfortable and the a place to be comfortable and all that type of stuff. So treating people had, right she is She had a key. green room. Yeah, she had a green She had a whole house. She had my, my parents' house all to herself. So, um, you know, that was a great experience working with her. So casting, you know, we got lucky. We wanted to cast more people. We wanted to cast teenagers to actually be in the rock band, in the garage. In the garage. Couldn't get them. Right. It well, was. That, this is know. the unfortunate part. I mean, we're we're casting two days before a production and shooting on a Friday when kids have school. Yep. Exactly. So you know, these these are the things you have to live with. Um, 
all of that started to change because now Danny had an issue, a family emergency. Wayne had to work. So basically it was just me and Joe going to be on the shoot that day. Mm-hmm. So that leaves two cameras. Who was going to run sound? Hmm. Well, that was that was what it boiled down to, that we decided the entire thing was going to be done in voiceover uh, because we didn't have the clientele to run sound. That's actually not true. The whole thing was going to be done with visuals and music only. Visual, visuals and music only. I, I apologize. That's uh, you're right. I have to apologize. <laughs> um, sometimes, once in a blue moon, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no uh, be, being told in visuals because uh, having the dialogue was was near impossible because we didn't have somebody to to literally just hold a boom pole. Yep, exactly. So it was like, what do we do again with the resources that we have? Mm-hmm. How do, and it was just kind of like, well. We're, we're filmmakers and we're visual storytellers. Let's use the visuals to tell the damn story. And we did that the best we could. You know, we had the, like we said, the three scenarios lined up. One was, you know, a garage filled with boxes. The second was, you know, a bunch of instruments in there mm-hmm. portraying, you know, what would be a kid's garage band. And the third was um, a gym where, you know, the husband was going to be working out or somebody left the gym equipment in there. Um and then the 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 finale of that, the culmination, the the the, the release or the what was, what was Wayne's word for it? The it was frustration, 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 and then relief, relief, not relief. release, not release. relief, yeah, not release. <laughs> <laughs> so the relief at the end was she gets she finally does pull in the garage, and you have this big culmination with some uh, you know great music and the tagline at the end for Genie Garage Doors and all that type of stuff. So we're there the day of the shoot. Right, we show up mm-hmm. like we said, writing the shot list a half hour before our actor sh- actors showed up. Uh, um, hanging lights. Uh, we were, we were working on. I was on a uh, like a six foot ladder hanging lights mm-hmm. in this garage, trying to light a garage. Trying to light a garage, and and uh, Sal's standing there with a pen and paper, going, "What do we want for the next shot?" <laughs> and then I'm going, "Okay, I want this and this and this," and I'm I'm I'm, I'm dangling from the rafters in in this garage with uh, lighting kits, trying to trying to bring light in. Yep. And we had natural light, but it's very difficult in the garage to shoot because you just don't know what you're going to get. And the, the sun the, is There's shifting. also a sun shift thing, too, which was going on because, it, it you know, it's not just a, a, you know, we were there for an hour and the sun was fine. It was rotating around the entire garage. Yeah, because we were there from 9 a.m. until uh, 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. The whole which is not a super long shoot. However, it was enough time for the sun to have rotated from in front of the garage to behind the garage. Yeah, I might have cheated that a little. It was like 9.30. Our actress showed up around 11. So actually shooting, it was prep. Yeah, there was a lot of prep. And then shooting started around 11, 11.30, and we wrapped shooting around 2.30 probably or so. So so it was, you know, about, what, three and a half hours worth of Mm -hmm. actual footage. It was a good solid shoot. Oh, I know, I know. I mean, to shoot essentially four scenes for a 90 but second. I, but I have to tell you the one thing that we did right was making sure that we had that set list, uh, set list, a uh, shot list completely prepped. If we didn't yes. have that shot list, it would have taken an extra like four hours. And, mm-hmm. and I can't emphasize that enough to anybody who's starting out, who's, who's trying to do it, going, oh, I'll just do it off the cuff. If you don't have a shot list, it's it just, it's going to take longer. Yep. That's, that's what it boils down to. Can it be done? Yeah. 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 But yes. it's, 
It's just going to take longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take you longer. You're going to sit there and wonder. And then when you have the shot list, that gives you the freedom to be a little more creative mm-hmm. while you're shooting because then you go, oh, I got the shot. That looks good. But let me just try it this way now because I'm seeing it through the lens or I'm seeing yes. uh, seeing it framed and all that stuff. Um, you know, when these things happen, do you ever get everything you always hoped? Do you ever, you know, look back at the footage no. and go, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> never, you never get everything you wanted. Um, you know, in terms of location, uh, so the three setups in the garage, those all had to be taken care of. We had a lot of footage of her in the car driving. So we had shots of her inside the car, outside the car, pulling in the driveway, pulling in the garage, um, you know, pushing the garage door opener, making sure she uses the phone app, pushing the app, changing outfits, uh, between because they're different days, um, Putting the car into park, lighting the car inside, uh, pulling the bags out of the trunk. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know we we were able to come up with some creative things because we were we were very efficient with the things the shot list that we had. Mm-hmm. We were able to add in a couple of extra shots where we said, okay, we we've got all this stuff covered, and everything you just mentioned was a lot of stuff, and we have it all covered. But now we can go, okay, well. Let's try this shot. Sure. Let's try that. You get to be more creative when you're more efficiently organized. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you know, I, I don't know that there's much more to talk about on the shoot that day. Yeah. But, you know, you, you we're done. We wrap. We go eat pizza. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Joe starts looking at the stuff. And what would you think when you started looking at the stuff? I was ready to give up. <laughs> you know what? You look you look at it and you go, okay, uh, this is a cool shot. That is a cool shot. This is a cool shot. And I did a, uh, a quick cut, I guess you could yeah, call it. Yeah, a rough cut. A rough cut. Thank you. We call it rough cuts. Uh, we call it a rough cut. In the biz. No, that's legit. <laughs> yeah, all right. We're so legit. Um, <laughs> I don't know you. I love being. Um, <laughs> too legit to quit. Oh, I totally did that wrong. What is it? Too legit to quit. Yeah. No. Go ahead. Anyway, go no. ahead. Just no. <laughs> We're losing people, Joe. All right. Anyway, um, you know, uh, I did a rough cut, came back, and said, I don't know if this commercial is going to work, basically. Yep. yep. And um, it went through several different edits, and then we ended up dishing it off to Wayne, and Wayne ended up editing, uh, the re-editing the whole thing. Yep. For better or worse. For For better. I'm saying like, <laughs> it was absolutely for better, but like it's hard when you're in the moment and you're on a tight deadline, right? And somebody else comes in and edits and you go, shit, I don't know. <laughs> and, but yeah. but the reality is he edited and it changed the entire tone of the story. And he had He had to recut the story himself. He had to look at it and go, okay, well, here's the script. Here's what he envisioned originally when he had a concept Mm -hmm. here's what we had a a whole list of parameters of things that we came up with as a group when we changed the script so many times that and then he didn't work and he wasn't there the day of the shoot oh yeah, yeah so you know we got creative because i'm you know not a traditional filmmaker and i just go i want to just shoot that cool shot and I'm all about, like, let's go shoot that cool shot. I know. So, you know, you start shooting stuff, and then you get back, and, like, yeah, you, you go, shit, I maybe don't have everything I need to tell this story this way. Yeah. Um, the good news is we did shoot a lot of extra footage. We had a lot of things, and it did work. So the way Wayne re-edited it, it took that, like, what we envisioned and thought, like, the order of things. We thought it was like, oh, the garage band is first, then the mother-in-law moves in, then the hubby uh, is comical working out in the garage, and then, you know, me, I was like 
on the music on top of that, the original concept was each scene was going to be changed by music. Yeah. Because it was like, I can't find one piece of music that will work the entire video. Yeah. And the original cut was a minute 37. Mm-hmm. So we were seconds, seven seconds over our limit to begin with. You know what? That, that was something that was bothering me big time. When for whatever reason, me having an extra seven seconds was like I'm I'm always one that like let's trim the fat, trim the fat, trim the fat, trim the fat. And when we trimmed the fat and tried to actually tell the story, and it was seven seconds over where it needed to be, mm-hmm. my head was exploding. Yep, yep. And and that's where it takes a fresh set of eyes. Yeah. So you know that being said, we're very fortunate that we have everybody here can edit mm-hmm. and look at something and know what what to look at. So fresh set of eyes. Wayne comes in, boom, new edit, reorders things. Right now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the whole flow of it just looks completely different. Right. So now it's boxes in the garage, mother-in-law moving in. Second scene is the, the, the band now. And then the third is, is the other. You know, I we tried so many times or I tried so many times to make that different music sequences work. We had a, a great bassoon. Uh, I miss comedic, that soon. It was a comedic. Uh, we should actually we, <laughs> we should actually put the different edits up online so people could see the progression almost. We could, you know, we could. We have it that, different but, stages, but I, you know what? I, 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 I almost feel like it, it would it would take away from all of it to see like in stages. I know. However, I know. it's not a bad idea. We'll, we'll see. Maybe if people ask for it, we'll um we'll put it up. So ask for it. Yes, please. If you want to see the other edits, you know, message us or comment us, and we'll we'll get you those edits and let you see them uh, personally. Yeah, so. you know, looking at it in different stages. That's what this is all about. This this podcast today is just trying to uh, be totally transparent with everything we're doing with this thing. Exactly. And then, so f- from post-production, you know, what did we notice? Uh, that the music didn't work uh, in different sessions? Uh, 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 uh. You editing, what did you notice in the corner every time we had a wide shot of the garage, Joe? Oh, no. <laughs> um, a light tree. Uh, <laughs> a light for whatever tree? reason, we had a, a light tree up in 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 the corner of one of the entire shots every time the car came around the corner we had moved it quote unquote if you can't see me and you know quote unquote with my hand air quotes we moved it offset every shot but unfortunately when we, we just went, didn't move it too far enough the one wide shot that joe wanted we just somehow you know because two people on set there's only so much yeah. we can you know we have brain power for we needed danny and uh you know so so we had a tree but to joe's brilliant ingenuity he digitally inserted a tree well, I, know I, it, I, I literally put a tree over the light tree. Yeah. I, I thought it was, was a clever little thing, a little nod. So if you when you eventually see this video, um, there's a tree over, over the light tree, a uh, tree it's up to the, the left of the garage. You know, you should be able to tell the difference, but, I mean, it goes by so it quick. It goes by can, quick. Hey, I, my I, th- dad I like never to noticed. think my special effects were, um, were, were decent on it. It's perfect. Look at that. No budget, special effects, CGI. Yeah. In uh, in our genie garage door commercial. I mean, listen, my dad's lived there for forty years. He didn't notice there was an extra tree in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's a good compliment to the uh, special effects. I know. So you know, we got close to an edit. Um, you know, we were feeling more confident about the edit 
um, we actually had transitioned at one point and said, you know what, maybe this does work with one piece of music now because mm-hmm. it tells a more cohesive story. Wayne's edit did that visually now. Yeah. So we had a more cohesive story. So the music didn't need to transition every time. I didn't need that. Something was still missing. Yeah. And we kept sending it to people and you're confident and you're like you're frustrated but you're confident and you're like I can't do this anymore I'm running out of time the time is it, running it out it always helps to get an extra set of eyes on it we said that before but even outside of the circle of us sitting there or the circle of whoever your um, crew is or whatever get an extra set of eyes on it we sent it to I was asking uh, my, my wife and my my kids I asked my kids I'm like what do you think of this it's great dad I know, you know kids like, not gonna give me yeah. they didn't give me a straight answer but you know it, it was still we got a whole bunch of <laughs> fresh sets of eyes on yeah. on this thing outside of our circle. Yeah, I did the same. I had I sent it a couple clients, you know, for risk <laughs> I didn't of, know you did that. <laughs> oh yeah, I I sent it. Well, they know I do the video work and so I'm kind of like, "Hey, what do you think of it?" You know, and yeah. so but the, some of them like I appreciate the clients because they give more honest feedback sometimes because yeah, they don't care about you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're like they're like, "Oh dear god, what is this? It doesn't work. I don't get it." You know, one of them was just basically, "I don't get it." I don't get it. I don't know what you're trying to. Our father's pretty honest about stuff. Yeah. When we ask him. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty honest. My dad gave me a pretty honest feedback eventually. Like, I think the initial, he was like, oh, that looks good. It's cute. Like, he's like, I like it. And then I, like, called him when everybody else was giving some confused feedback. And I was like, well, what do you, th- do you understand? Like, I, I actually had to ask. He's like, it's good. And then I asked, but do you understand it? And he's like, I think you're being a little too lofty that people are going to understand the concept. You know, I think you need to make it simpler and simplify. And this, yeah, thing. Yeah. and that's where this whole thing came in. It was like, we need a voiceover. Uh-huh. We had a voiceover at the end, in my opinion, originally, my, you know, opinion mm-hmm. that doesn't count, was that that voiceover at the end tied everything together. No matter what life throws your way, your genie garage door will always be there, whatever the hell I said. Right, that was pretty much it. Yeah, something. something <laughs> Except like. you didn't go oh, 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 at the yeah, end. Yeah, whatever the I, I'm messing up the ending, but it was no matter <laughs> no matter what life throws your way, and I go well that ties it all together. I've seen way more confusing commercials during the Super Bowl. Like what? The well, fuck? I, Why I thought that was something funny. You, you you he had actually called me during the Super Bowl and just <laughs> like. All I got out of you, Sal, was, you know what? I just watched a commercial. I have no idea what it was for, and our commercial was so much better because I have no idea what the hell they were trying to sell. So, you know what? I I guess that bodes well for us. It was a TV commercial during the Super Bowl for uh, – it was a car ad for Hyundai or something like that. And there was a referee handing out red cards to children playing soccer. And the guys just went, red card. The kid's tying his laces, red card. And then, the like, a, a, a parent talked back, red card. And then, I don't know, then they all got in cars and drove away. I seriously had no idea <laughs> what. <laughs> the soccer, soccer's not part of the Winter Olympics. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, this doesn't, none of this, <laughs> that commercial didn't work for me. I'm, it had nothing to do with the Super Bowl. <coughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? Totally That's, off it's, topic. It's, it's not off topic because it's looking at uh, comparisons to other things. We should always be comparing, 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 um, <laughs> comparing what we're doing and the work we're doing to what's out there. Uh, that's what this whole business is about is going okay well can we do what they're doing can we get the point across what they're doing and can we make it better or can we at least do what what they're doing yep and so the bottom line was our commercial wasn't working for for, uh, you know the way we had it set up and this was this was at this point a day before the day before it was due it was due on sunday and 
it was due on Sunday. I want we needed it done by Saturday because nobody was going to be sitting around editing on Sunday. Like it just no, it needed to be done Saturday. So I mm-hmm. believe on Friday, I sent an email to the guy that did the voiceover for the end. Which, by the way, I think he did that on a Wednesday, and that was last minute. <laughs> and then I was like, "Hey, change of plans. We're going to narrate and use voiceover through the entire ad." When can you go to your studio and record that for us? Mind you. Oh, um, by the way, we need it like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And well, I was shitting a brick because he sent me. Oh, I got it. I'll be I'll be on that around uh, four o'clock your time. So it was about eight o'clock our time and I still hadn't uh-huh. heard from him. And I'm going, where the hell is it? You know, I was like, I well, I actually I sent an email going, um, Oh, by the way, if you have any questions, you know, let me know. And he's like, I'm, he's like, I should be in the, I'm going to be in the studio now, like doing it. Yeah, but you know what? We, you don't always have that option of somebody like, we, what was his name? Yeah, let me. So his name is Todd Myers. He's a voiceover actor from Texas. Give, give um, him a little props, you know. Yeah, Todd Myers, voiceover actor from Texas, former um, radio broadcaster. Worked. His company is called Quadrant904.com. Really great guy. I met him on vacation. Are you kidding me? You didn't know that? <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. I met the... It, you just so, go, I got a voiceover guy. I'm like, all right, go for it. Danny, I'll talk to you about this because you'll understand. <laughs> so I went I went to this really nice bed and breakfast. I take the lady. You know, we go away for a weekend in New Paltz. You need bed and breakfast. You sit there. You got to sit there with other people, couples, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It was all about the food, Dan. This yeah. guy, the, the, the guy that runs the bed and breakfast up there, and I'm not giving him a shout out because I can't remember the damn name. Um, but he cooked up these very amazing breakfasts. So, anyways, we got to know this couple there every morning. Right. And he, well, what do you do? What do you do? And he, you know, he was like, "I'm a voiceover guy." And I was like, "Oh." I was like, "We do commercial work." I'm like, "I'd probably be able to use it." Right. So we've kept in touch, <laughs> and here we go. Here's the first thing I was able <laughs> go, to use him figure. in. I mean, but this is another important lesson: is this is you never know where the next relationship's going to come from that you're going to need for your next project. I mean, you know, as much as I love you, Joe, his voice, I mean, his voice on that versus yours, I mean, it's like I, I did. I did the um, voiceover originally, I know. and I sent it to you, and you're like, hmm, it's okay, but <laughs> in, in your tone of, hmm, it's okay, I was like, okay, he doesn't like it. Well, because we already knew what his voice sounded like, so it's just hard to go back. It's- sure. We, well, we had, we, had, we had heard his voice, and he's got a... Amazing voice. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. So Todd, thank you very much because he he definitely had the the right the right voice for that. Yep. Uh, if you're asking me, I'm I'm more better suited if we have you know Jar Jar Bings or something in there. Oh, um, please don't do it. <laughs> I want to. No 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 no. <laughs> worst Star so, Wars film ever. Oh. So, I like Star Wars. Ruined. If anybody bails on the podcast now, I understand. See now people are tuning in. They know. Um, I'm hoping for controversy. <laughs> So, so yeah, so that all worked out, and that ended up being our final product. At the end of the day, we ended up with a one-minute, six-second cut. Yeah, c- considerably shorter than than what we had even anticipated. We had till 90 seconds. We didn't need it anymore. No. So we cut all the fat and really told a story that flowed much quicker with one piece of music. Yep. Um... Actually, it's not true. Two pieces of music. We we had a different piece of music for the the relief mm-hmm. when she pulls in the garage, but it all just worked and flowed so much it tied better. well together. At least at least we thought so. We'd love people's feedback on this. Um, you know, we want to hear what everybody thinks about this. I mean, we're gonna get feedback from Jeannie 
eventually. Yeah. But we'd uh, love to know what everybody else we're thinks gonna, about We're going to be posting it on our site too, right? I'm, I'm, assuming. Gonna, I'm posting this on our site. Yeah, yeah okay. So we'll, we'll put so, the link in the, in the notes. Yeah, I'm not putting it on YouTube. I'm just going to post it directly to the site. This mm-hmm. one. I'm not, YouTube will be... So so anyways, and then uh, I think the only other bit, we had to color grade it and do all that. Um, you know, one of the other things, is just, we all edited in three different programs. Wayne was editing in Adobe. Joe is editing in Final Cut. I was in, editing in DaVinci Resolve. So the three of us, as we're all editors, we all edit in different programs. And there was, uh, ironically, very minimal communication problems between the, the programs. Well, we didn't really export it and have it sent yeah, to anybody we didn't, else. Yeah, we didn't do it that way, but th- th- I got to tell you, we were we were okay with the three programs, the way it worked out. It was a small for this project. project. Yeah, it was yeah. a small project, so it was doable. I think for Seymour and stuff that's you know way bigger, uh, th- we're still figuring out that workflow between the different programs and how that's going to work. Um, we're all settling on our different strengths. I mean... I, I like I, I call myself uh, affectionately the cleanup man a mm-hmm. little bit. You know, you you and Wayne kind of do these big sweeping edits where you do the rough cuts and then Wayne, you know, kind of constructs a story like it happened now. And it's just yeah. like I feel like and then I'm like, I look at it. It's all the little bits, the little. Yeah. You, well, you come in after and, and complain about everything we did. So <laughs> I'm the cleanup man. You're the cleanup man. <laughs> I clean up your shit, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Love you, buddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, there were tons of hurdles. We wanted to give up on this project a couple of times because of staff, just not enough resources, not enough time. So all those things are going to come into play every single time you do a project. I mean, we had some of these conflicts with Seymour too, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah. and other projects we shot. So, well, you, we hope that we hope that our our little uh, tale of the oh, we did eventually submit the the project on time the day it was due, which. You know, considering there was a two-week lapse there. I think Wayne had a final edit for me, and, you know, there was like... (laughs) It was like something had to be done. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the point is we, we got everything together. We banded together, and we were able to do this without uh, without killing each other. <laughs> yep. We did it without killing each other, but it was definitely difficult. It pushed our limits, which is one reason if you're debating whether or not to do a video contest, do it. Do it to push the limits of it. I mean, I asked some people in the – I participated in the Frugal Filmmaker group mm-hmm. on um, – on Facebook. Facebook and I, I'm in there every day commenting or talking about something and I think one of the things I put up was uh, as we were doing this during that time should you participate in a video contest or what, what's your take on video contests and people would say uh, yeah they're only good at, you know I only like them if I win you know people were being you know yeah, a little you know what? That's, a very, that's a very conceited way of putting it you know what being able to do it and have the experience of doing it is worth the process yep you know Obviously, barring taking away money out of your pocket for for doing it, you it know? cost us forty dollars to shoot the ad because it cost us forty dollars in music. Mm. Yeah, forty dollars in music. Well, I was I'm going to say cost. forty forty three dollars because I broke a light bulb. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it was one always, of those nice LED light bulbs. Maybe it was more than forty five bucks. I always try to keep you on budget, Joe. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, you know, to do this type of stuff, you can go out and shoot this stuff on no budget. And, you know, you throw your hat in the ring to potentially win $10,000. So, you know, will we be doing more of them? Most likely. Are we going to be selective about the ones that we do choose? Yes, because they're time-consuming. They, you know, they're they're not easy to do. Um, You know, that was... There's pieces of the story that didn't get told. I mean, when you say you're on a time constraint, I mean... Up till one in the morning, two in the morning on work nights, editing on a Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, you know, tell the girlfriend, just go to bed, honey. 
I gotta I gotta do this. There's no there's no breaks. This is you're on a deadline. You gotta yeah, do when it. you well that's another thing to be taken away from this is we were on deadline for two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Uh, from from conception to, to delivery, we were on deadline for two weeks straight. I was literally editing. It was my wife's birthday that Sunday, by the way. You that was, <laughs> and she was not happy with me. Mm-hmm. That Sunday, it was due on that Sunday, my wife's birthday, and she's staring at me typing into a computer and giving me the 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 you know the stink eye. And I go, you know what? I it's it's deadline. Yeah, I have to. I have to do it. And I think that's part of us is why we, at the end of the day, why we all work well together is because we do all believe in wanting to put out the best product that we can. So, like, if any of us did give up, or any of us, you know, just wanted to call it quits, I mean, then it wouldn't work. You know, we all have to pull our weight. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't work otherwise. So, my best. My best piece of advice for anybody going out there and doing any projects is to surround yourself with people that you have total confidence in to get a job done around you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's and it. We'll, Simple. We'll, we'll leave on that note. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check us out at hecklocane.com. Don't forget to go to hecklacane.com and sign up to become an Imperfect Podcast Insider.